the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, the big day coming tomorrow as we will get another look at inflation come tomorrow. They're expecting, and again, we, we get numerous different inflation reports. Uh, this one, uh, they're expecting a lower number again. Uh, CPI at 4.7%. Uh, and again, I don't know that the headline number is going to matter uh, because, you know, they love to strip out food and energy. Now, we've had a huge increase in energy prices. Matter of fact, uh, oil today approaching 85 dollars a barrel uh, we're getting ready to be at the highs of the year and uh, natural gas prices in europe exploded by 40 percent uh, we'll talk about that today but they like to exclude that anyway and this number is actually before because it's it's delayed so this is this this number is is going to not really reflect the big rise in prices that we've seen on the energy side. So by all accounts, uh, they're expecting a lower number tomorrow. If we get that lower number, I expect Wall Street to rally. I expect gold and silver to rally. Uh, so today would be a day if you're looking at, hey, I'm looking at an entry point. Gold's come down. Silver's come down. Uh, where, where is the bottom? We, we can see that bottom tomorrow. Today would be a great day, in my opinion, to add to that portfolio because you got to remember the headline is going to be year over year and there we have another big number falling off from last year so they're by and large jason it'll be shocking if we don't get a lower number tomorrow yeah i, I think uh, the year over year number will be like 2.6 lower than three I, I think a lot of the information that's coming out will Spell pause the, the the rate hikes to the Fed, but uh, I was watching some 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 guys, you know, the optimistic you know market type guys, and they were they were talking about uh, collectibles. Actually, I was looking at something about collectibles, and some of these collectible guys are talking about the markets now, right? They're they're a little more sophisticated. You, know, you got your your friend that does uh, sports cards. I was looking at a comic book thing, and he's like, well. Sometime late this year and probably next year, when they'll start lowering the rates, and then the and then the prices will start coming back in the comic book industry. And I was like, "Well, you might be waiting a little while, man. You might be waiting a little while because I don't know if uh, if if pausing leads to uh, taking the rates down unless you have economic apocalypse. Then then you can have the rates lowered and, and maybe print and they could they could try that game, but." With the debt and with the interest payments on the debt, Joe, I mean, they may not be able to to really accomplish that for a while. Yeah, I think it's a, a, that's a fool's errand, I think, if you think rates are going to go lower. 
at least anytime soon, right, in the immediate right. future, uh, especially what we've seen in energy prices. Wait till people get these power bills. It was incredibly hot here uh, all summer long and, and really across the entire continent pretty much. I mean, it seemed like there was at least a, a third of the country every day in some type of heat advisory or heat warning. Uh, power bills are definitely going to ratchet up. you got to remember, too, student loan payments, uh, they start in earnest in a couple of weeks uh, where those need to be made. So there, there, there are some factors that will, you know, that will actually, believe it or not, help inflation because that's going to take money out of, of consumers' hands. Uh, but I don't know that it'll offset any of the energy things that we're seeing. And plus, let's not forget food, wheat, corn, rice, uh, r- extremely expensive right now. And there's a lot of reasons for that as well. And let's not forget, you know, yesterday Moody's dominated the market with the downgrading of banks. Today, Jason, they gave even more detail. And, and really, here's what I appreciated about it. Very common sense. Easy for anybody to understand uh, what is happening at the banks. Because normally, when interest rates go up, that's usually good for banks. Right? Because bank hey, we get to charge more. Uh, we charge you more for your credit card uh, balances. We charge you more on auto loans, more on housing loans. Uh, but this time around, a much different picture. So we'll go into that. We'll explain it in more detail of why it is that these banks are facing uh, the troubles they are. And it's not just commercial real estate. This this is really well done. I think that for most of you out there, when you hear it, you're going to be like, uh, yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And like I said uh, this morning, uh, the, the markets are under pressure with the loan exception of crude oil, which is up over another dollar a barrel, and a lot of it has to do with not only the production cuts out of Saudi Arabia, but the Ukraine war hasn't gone the way people wanted. You know, the big counteroffensive hasn't worked, and so now what we're seeing is is Ukraine is launching attacks inside of Russia, kind of like a distraction to say, "Hey, you know, we're still making progress." Well, you got to hit important stuff. Right, you can't just go and, and you know have a drone blow up, blow up an empty building. You've got to hit key places, and the places they decided to hit, Jason, is where Russia exports grain, where Russia exports oil. Uh, so, by default, uh, because of that, we're seeing much higher prices in wheat. We're seeing much higher prices in crude, uh, and now the insurers are like, "Whoa, wait a minute, you're going to do that." Yeah, well, we're going to have to charge a lot more to insure any of these loads. So look out when it comes to food and energy. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday. Uh, everybody lay, lying in wait for tomorrow's inflation numbers. A uh, quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow is down 60 points. The S&P is down 20. The NASDAQ uh, down 160 points. Gold's off $8. Silver's 
Uh, well, silver's actually pretty much unchanged here. Uh, down a few cents right now at $22.75 as once again energy prices uh, across the board, crude oil, uh, natural gas, unleaded gas, all higher today and we'll get to that in just a minute but again if you're like man this thing just doesn't feel right to me I'm, I, I want a little more safety a little too much anxiety for me uh, worrying about banks worrying about uh, Wall Street can it hold it together is it is the rally over right our our interest rate going higher are they going lower uh, check out our friends at Y Refi. Guess what? It takes that all away. Fixed rate of return. It doesn't change. It's the same every single month. You can turn your income on. You can turn it off. You can compound it. Whatever you choose to do. And you get up to 10.25% returns. You heard me right. You, you want to go five years, you get 10.25%. You just want to go one year. Maybe you want to take a one-year timeout. 6.25%. Check them out. Invest, yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them, 888-Y-REFI-24. Get yourself a little more diversified. Uh, remember, you got to have at least $50,000, but you can use existing IRAs. Some of you could even use a 401k. Now, just like that, look, down's down 150. Uh, so I, I, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, the the problem is the Dow is like seven stocks anymore. So just one of them has a bad day, uh, and you get an oversized reaction. But really quickly, natural gas prices in Europe up 40 percent, uh, and this is just in in the, the last 24 hours. As word of Australian workers going on strike for more money, and of course uh, now all of a sudden, hey, if, we, if if they go on strike, right, Russia and, and Ukraine, right, where's the, where's it all going to come from? There's no excess supply, uh, and again, we told you about you, the Ukraine war not going the way they hope, and now, and I know a lot of people. See, oh, look at they're launching these strikes inside Russia, uh, and that's a lot to do with because it's not going so well in Ukraine. But the problem is, it's hitting key places. Uh, there is no deal on grain this year. R- Russia yeah. had a deal in grain last year that allowed grain to flow out of Ukraine. There is no deal there. Uh, there was a Big explosion in Turkey at the at the grain silos at the port in Turkey. Uh, wheat prices are skyrocketing, and now this uh, attack on the oil ports, Jason. The insurers now have come out and said, "Uh oh, okay, that, that's how we're going to play. We're going to start blowing up uh, ships and ports, and so we're not going to insure it." And, and people are expecting insurance rates to ensure these shipments are going to go through the roof. So uh, oil at 85 is bad. But if all of a sudden you got to pay three, four, five times as much for the insurance, that's like oil prices being 100 plus. Correct. And uh, 
I was, I was reading an article from the Insider, and uh, it, it was covering exactly what you said. But on top of that, uh, f- first of all, there, there was a, an agreement in place. Ukraine has been moving grain out of the country. The, the idea is that Russia is allowing this for the world food shortage. With these attacks, that's no longer going to happen. And it says, it says you know, that this all makes sense. Uh, Ukraine's goal in attacking the tanker, because they attacked a couple of ships with drone strikes, was to increase insurance costs for Russia. Partners that are buying oil and shipping it out of those ports. This raises the true cost of buying discounted Russian oil. Remember, Russia's under, uh, Russia's under these sanctions. So for countries to go against the, the world sanctions, uh, you know, Russia's going to have to discount that oil. So, so this is just a, this is a supply and demand thing. Suddenly cheap oil in the, the so-called black market coming out of Russia is now more expensive because the insurance costs. This was precisely why the attack happened. And Russia's like, oh, yeah, well, no more grain coming out. And a little event like this can start to snowball, Joe, right? And, and, and suddenly yeah. the prices of everything goes up because cheap oil cheap oil. That, that drives the price down all over the place, right? One of the big benefits that we had, uh, especially this summer, remember oil got into the high 60s very briefly uh oil prices gas prices uh came down uh the strategic oil reserve it's it's super low uh right now matter of fact the administration really not today I, today i think they they had a rounding error uh that that acted like they added a few hundred thousand barrels to the strategic oil reserve uh, but, but oil inventory reports last week we had record breaking inventory decline. Some of that came back, but not, not a lot. And the problem was they showed massive declines in gasoline and diesel fuel, kind of offset the, the four million barrel increase in supply. You know, remember last week we had like a 15 million barrel decline. And now big declines in unleaded gas, big declines in diesel and jet fuel. Uh, I'm expecting energy prices. This is kind of the thing I don't think they expected. right? One of the things that didn't quite work out here, uh, Ukraine starting to hit ships, driving up insurance costs. Now Russia says no grain deal, right? Jason, and all of a sudden, uh, when you remember when this war first started, Right, we had the, that that big drive up in energy prices. They it kind of went away, and now seemingly here it is back again. Yeah, and, and I, I picked this up from Michael Cohen, uh, which does a, a YouTube channel uh, and, and a daily, and and uh, he said something which kind of reminds me of some of the stuff you used to say a lot more than we have recently, which is. You know, the, the markets, when things are going bad, things are going bad in the markets. And we talk, I've been talking about how it's slowly grinding in the wrong direction. Markets, if they can tend to see the bad things happening, they try to price it in and they try to subdue the severity. And when he reported this thing that's going on in the Black Sea, which looks like this is going to be war in the Black Sea and that, 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 that ships with carrying oil and, and, and whatnot are going to be attacked now, he says it's it's the things that the markets didn't see coming that that creates a really a big problem for an actual crash. So it may not be this situation, but look how quickly just a few decisions or uh, sinking some oil tankers in a war going on near, near Ukraine could very quickly snowball into way higher oil prices and, and, and the economy really crashing. Just takes one event, Joe. So it's a yeah. it's, it's, you used to say, well, hey, massive hurricane 
somewhere in Florida or in the, in the southern states, and, and you can have the economy change very fast over a massive you know, uh, weather disaster, right, Joe? It's, it's just one of those things. Yeah, and, and let's hope that don't, don't say that. Why do you got to say that? Right, that's, you know, that's a, pitcher's throwing a, no-hitter, a pitcher's throwing a no-hitter. You don't talk about the no-hitter. We haven't had a hurricane. It's already into August. You don't, don't bring that up. Uh, that would be bad. That, that would be Life happens. really bad Life time. happens. Yeah, right. Life Let's happens, hope not, though. right? Let's hope not. That's why you uh, buy gold and silver, because life happens, right? That's why right? you buy gold and right? silver. Life happens. We've been really lucky with that stuff. But uh, I want to get back to Moody's. So, obviously, yesterday, Moody's pretty much just telling you, listen, the whole banking sector, just like we said, this thing's not over. Uh, we were in a pause, and, and now it's back again. But they did a much better job explaining it today. And I'm going to share it with you. And they're saying that this is a new issue, something that the banks haven't dealt with. And this is this is what something we see, right? We, you know, history repeats itself, but it's not the exact same, right? It's never the exact same. There's always things... Uh, that are different, and according to Moody's, this is something new that the banks in the past have not faced. And what they're talking about is that the banks are being forced to pay customers way more for deposits, and that it's outstripping the growth in what they earn from loans. Now, what are they talking about? Well, listen, have you, have you gone to the bank lately? Most banks are, are paying 4%. But there's banks that, hey, we'll pay you 4 and a quarter, 4 and a half. I've seen some pay 5%. The higher they pay, the bigger the problem, right, essentially. And so what they're saying is, here's the problem. Auto loans have fallen significantly, right, uh, especially people are just, uh, you know, as I tell people, I rent out the back of the back half of my building to uh, to a used car a, a used car guy. Or they they sell used. That's what they do. They go to the car auctions. Uh, you know, they sell twenty or thirty cars a month. And he was telling me last week the amount of declines for auto loans is just skyrocketed now used to be uh, a year ago yeah yeah okay you had a bankruptcy or you had a uh, maybe you had a repo a year and a half ago you had a few dings they could still get loans that has come to an end now uh they they he was telling me half of their deals over the last two weeks they've lost because they were unable to to get somebody alone. Now, this why is that a problem? Look at housing. Okay, there's sales are just way down, right? The, the the fact of the matter is they're not selling a lot of houses. Why is that a problem for the banks? Well, Moody is laying it out. Hey, they're gonna they're they're having to give people four and five percent on their deposits now. And they said historically when rates would go up, banks would barely move the, right, the deposits were the last thing they would pay more for, right? They would barely move it, it would take years, uh, but because of all the outflows, 
The banks, this is how they're trying to keep you from taking your money out. Well, what if we give you 4%? Will, will, you, will you not take your deposit out? What if we give you 4.5%? Will you not take your deposit out? Well, here's the problem. So they got to pay more for the deposits. There's not a lot of loan origination. Which means that they're not able to offset those higher rates of deposits with these new loans that are charging higher rates. So now they're like, "Uh uh-oh, we have so many. Think about all the mortgages they have that are under 4%, 4% or less, that are sitting on these banks. And now all of a sudden they're paying over 4% for deposits, Jason. It's it's essentially Moody's is saying this is the first time where we've entered into a rate cycle where banks are battling to keep deposits, and it's a losing battle, and there's not enough new loans to offset all the deposits they have to pay for. It is a fractional reserve system. You know, we, we have the, the, this this debt money system where the banks quite literally can only do loans if they have deposits coming in. So if you have no deposits, you can't even do loans, which that is your income. Your monthly income is 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 debt, selling debt to, to um, you know, someone buying a house or someone wanting to start a business. Uh, if you can't get people to deposit money in there, you can't do the nine-fold increase in, in loaning money out. It's so interesting, Joe, that they, you know, $10,000 of deposits, they could loan 90000 on that. For them to be in such a weak position with that kind, with that kind of, of money printing that they can do, essentially, that they, uh, money increase, that they're that weak because deposits are so bad right now. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to understand. And Moody's is saying the deposit outflow has not stopped. So the problem expected to get worse. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason. And, uh, you know, we just laid out Moody's. Pretty simple to understand. Hey, banks normally don't raise the deposits like this this is a huge most of these banks really went from almost zero to four plus percent uh and now the the cost of that uh not the banks not being able to offset they got two problems number one deposits keep falling right to jason's point that limits their ability to make loans right to offset the higher cost and then of course the the double whammy there's just not that much loans to be made. Uh, so uh, there is a much better detail today in why you can see this is an industry-wide problem, and, it, and it's only getting worse. Uh, news yesterday, and this was a big one, uh, in the commercial real estate market. Uh, you guys heard of this company, WeWork? Have you heard of them? Right, They, they came on the, the scene uh several years ago big ipo big deal uh they were buying all the brand new office towers out there and what they were doing was hey we're gonna set it up to where the little guy you guys can all rent out hey maybe you only need uh, a couple of offices you don't need five floors or three floors or a floor of an office tower. You just need an office. Maybe you need two offices, right? Something like that. And and guess what they did? They, they put 
secretary, well, a receptionist on these floors to answer the phone so you could act like you were a big deal, right? And, and she would answer your phones for you and, and do all this stuff, and it seemed like a great idea. Well, that great idea, crashing and burning, we were... Uh, posted a huge loss in the second quarter uh, in what they're calling a difficult operating environment. Uh, they're saying that, uh, unfortunately, excess supply in commercial real estate, increasing competition in flex space, and macroeconomic volatility drove higher member churn and softer the demand than anticipated, including a decline in membership. Uh, the net loss, $397 million for the quarter. Well, here's the problem. Their cash level, only at $200 million. So you, you do the math, right? Uh, Jason, uh, we work is out of money. They say substantial debt exists. The company's ability to continue operation is now a growing concern. This is going to be another big blow in the commercial real estate. Yeah, there's, you know, you, you have to uh, operate under a certain budget. And and uh, these businesses, we've said many many times, you know, they 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 refinance these loans regularly, and they just use that as a as a regular part of their business expenses is the payment. And now these payments have ballooned. It, we already have the inflation making everything else around just having the unit that you're operating out of. And so, uh, I, I, unfortunately, this looks like the home office is going to get really popular again, Joe, in, in the future because who can afford the rent or the uh, the, more, the the loan payments? So, it's uh, it's well, it's definitely the, the the biggest part of where this this downward cycle is, is is headed, which is this is a lot like 2008. It's just in the commercial sector, not in the personal homes. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, here's a, just an indicator. We work stock about twenty cents. Uh, was uh, the their IPO that launched a few years ago was at ten dollars. Uh, they had a market valuation of almost fifty billion dollars uh, going into twenty twenty. Uh, right now, that valuation is about five billion dollars. Uh, so you know, kind of. Do the math on that haircut. Uh, the 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 big big problem now is uh, their their market cap now down to two hundred and ninety million dollars. Uh, cash flow at two hundred million. Uh, they just took a loss of almost four hundred million. Uh, and Jason, again, this is just more trouble here because this just appears like. Uh, there's going to be even more vacancies now in a market that desperately can't afford anymore. I saw a video of uh, a guy driving through San Francisco. You know, I think I mentioned this maybe even a week ago. Just empty, empty, entire blocks, commercial blocks, just empty, just nothing there. Uh, Joe, we've talked about we talked about New York having this trouble back in 2019, but uh, in New York, same thing. There's these these blocks where there's almost no 
nobody in these businesses. They're just vacant, vacant, vacant. And, uh, you know, you know, it's, it, it's a snowballing problem because if you're going to get it, what's just, you know, there's, you know, even though there's always businesses going away and things going the, the wrong, there's always new businesses. There is always new growth. You know, if somebody coming in as, as three businesses going out, maybe one business coming in, but you can't rent in a place where there's no other businesses around you. You become a target for crime and all kinds of problems. You know, pe- people don't want to frequent your, your, your office or your establishment if, if, uh, there's no other businesses around it. There's a creep factor there and a crime factor. So it's it's a snowballing problem. That's just on top of the expense because right now, obviously, this is an, uh, it's an expense problem, which is driving these commercial loans down the drain, Joe. And, and, and just remember, right, they're only paying interest only, and it's not a problem. Well, the building's mostly empty. All right, well, we're, we're, we're still making the interest-only payment. It becomes a problem when the interest-only payments come to an end. Okay, time to make the balloon payment. Uh, the chance to refi non-existent. And Goldman warned yesterday, $1.8 trillion wall of refinance coming here over the next six, I think it's what, six to 12 months. It's incredible how many of these are coming up uh, all at the same time. And really it goes back to, uh, hey, these were loans done, you know, they had a crash during the financial crisis, kind of bottomed out in 2012, 2013. All of a sudden in 2016, 2017, 2018, all of these places, that was the the new thing to do, taking out all these loans, commercial real estate bottomed, uh, and prices started skyrocketing. Well, guess what? Prices are significantly lower than they were even then, and now uh, the bill is coming due. So we'll keep our eye out, uh, but this is a new factor uh, with with WeWork. Not to be outdone, Dell, which already announced 6,500 job cuts, said more cuts are coming. Rubbermaid says it's closing plants and laying off 500. Tyson Foods saying they're closing four plants and laying off workers. So... Again, planned layoffs, they're up 400% year over year. Uh, when will it all play out? We'll find out soon, unfortunately. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News, our Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. I think tomorrow is going to be an important day on inflation data. Right now, the Dow down 175. The Nasdaq, or the S&P is down 30. The Nasdaq down 165. Gold's down 8. Silver's down 5 cents. Uh, but unfortunately, we've been bragging about premiums and how premiums came way, way back down. Matter of fact, premiums were back to normal. Uh, this morning, it looks like that has come to an end. Uh, premium uh, are, are back, uh, rising back. I'm still, uh, I would call them in the normal range, uh, but today is going to be the last day. We were hoping to run uh, silver quarters all week long, but this will be the last day rolls of silver quarters at $200 a roll. If you buy 25 rolls or more, $195. Uh, and then the 10th ounce American Gold Eagle, 
uh, one through 49 at, at $250 by 50 or more, $245. Uh, and I think to be expected, uh, I think the, the, the issue is very quickly, you know, it's, it's amazing, Jason, how fast things change. All of a sudden, Moody's comes out with the, these downgrades, not, and, and the downgrades were one thing. But really it was the warning about the whole sector in that they expect a lot more downgrades to come and were really worried about the small and mid-sized banks, but even threw in several of uh, the biggest banks and, and worries at those banks, and probably not worries at the biggest banks that they're going to go under, just worries uh, that they're going to have a, a tough go of it over the next couple of, of years. And all of a sudden, everybody's back to, uh-oh, I, I'm, I woke up and people start buying. And, of course, one of the things when there's banking problems, you go to gold, you go to silver. Uh, and I'm not surprised one day later and all of a sudden uh, the pr- the premiums, not only did they stop going down, uh, they've started rising again. Yeah, the premiums uh, were definitely getting pretty low, Joe, for a while. And they're still low compared to what we've been dealing with the last few years. Oh, my gosh, so, so much lower, yeah. Yeah, so so this is, this is still a good place to be in, but, you know, things will change. And we keep telling you guys that this is a great time to be buying, and at some point it'll always be a good time to buy. But it's not a good time to be waiting to buy. How's that? You should you should be getting it while it's while it's in this position currently, because it won't it won't be too long from now. When we're talking, you know, silver thirty five, forty five dollars, you know, gold at, at approaching twenty five hundred, uh, going towards three thousand. It won't take long, and and when it moves, it'll just move and keep on moving. Because uh, if, if we're having kind of a, a a slow kind of grinding market downturn that suddenly picks up. It means that when we come out of it, or if there's going to be a coming out of it in some in some fashion, it'll also be slow, which means this thing can be stretched out for a long time, Joe. This this this, this could be many many multiples of years that this thing happens. Yeah, and it's uh, one of those things where again, I think the uh, the pendulum swing right. It always swings too far in both directions, and it, the premiums came came way down, swung too far. Now they're back rising again. Take advantage. Uh, 40 silver quarters, $200, 25 rolls or more, 195 Uh The 10th ounce American Gold Eagle, we call it the Golden Dime because uh, it's the size of a dime. $250, 50 or more, 245 at 800 951 Or you can order online at allamericangold.com. Another trend another sign that things are getting tight this one's not great especially if the employment reports are right which is hey you know everyone that's that that's wants a job pretty much has a job now it may not be the job they want it may not pay what they want but people are working yet according to the latest data out of bank of america there's been a 36% increase from first quarter 
to second quarter. So this isn't even year over year. This is quarter to quarter. And the amount of people claiming hardship withdraws out of their 401ks. So, Jason, this is another one of these signs that, hey, you know what? I'm working, but I don't have enough money to pay the bills. This is going to be, uh, we're going to hear much, much more of this as time goes on, Joe. I, I'm looking just at, in my circles of people that I pay attention to and, and the customers that talk to us, listeners, and uh, we, we've been saying it for over a year now, less and less money. There's just less and less money. You, you just said it earlier when you were talking about uh, some of the economic news. There's less and less money deposited in these banks. The banks have less deposits because people don't have money to deposit into them. You know, money is being destroyed, even just a little bit. You know, there aren't very many cycles of, of, of money destruction since the Federal Reserve has been around. The only thing we can compare it to is, is the, the Great Depression, when they, they started, you know, actually taking money out of the system, crashed the system on purpose. So that's happening right now. There is less money. It's, it's a Ponzi scheme. They should always be creating tons more money if they want to keep the Ponzi scheme going. The, the problem is, is eventually you just print so much that you destroy the whole thing. That's why the Fed's been stuck in the last few years trying to figure out fight inflation or, or, or fight a, a recession, Joe. Yeah, it, and again, I, I get it. It's confusing. Look at all the things we talked about today, right? I mean, half of them said uh, the crash is coming. The other half said, hey, inflation's going to get worse. I mean, uh, it really is that Pandora's box. Final segment when we get back. China upping how much gold it's buying. We'll tell you about that when we read. 800-951-0592. The Dow Dow down 250 points. The S&P down 35. The NASDAQ down 180 points. Uh, crude oil continues to be higher today. $84 to, uh, a barrel. Uh, gold's down 8 here. Nineteen fifteen. Silver only off five cents here, twenty-two seventy-five. Uh, as we noted earlier, premiums now back on the rise, still really low, nowhere near where they were. Uh, final day here, rolls of silver quarters at just two hundred dollars. Buy twenty-five rolls or more at a hundred and ninety-five dollars. I mean, a quarter bag. You know, $4,875. I mean, I remember when I first started, you know, a whole bag uh, of junk silver was less than the 48th, was less than what the quarter bag is today, believe it or not. I mean, that's that just tells you the performance gold and silver have done over the last 20 years. Uh, then on the gold side, 10th ounce gold eagles, 1 through 49, 250. You buy 50 or more. Uh, A 10-ounce gold eagle when I started was $42. Uh, So, uh, again, just over the last 20 years, gold and silver is a great place to have your money, especially long-term, especially because of the debt money system we're in. It's just designed for gold and silver to go higher, right? Because uh, the debts keep skyrocketing. They keep escalating. They keep having to print more money. And eventually, like anything else, you know, ask any farmer, what happens when you have too much of a product? Well, the price goes way down, right? Right, Jason? Right? When you got too much of a product, what happens? The price goes way down, and the world's got too much 
dollars out there. China adding 23 metric tons in July. This is their biggest increase since they told us they've been buying again. Of course, this is the ninth straight month in a row of purchases from China. Uh, and they just said, listen, we're trying to dump dollars. We don't want to hold any more dollars than what we already have. Uh, and, and again, uh, now Turkey, which sold, Turkey's buying gold again. Russia today announced it's resuming gold buying. Of course, they, they took, they stopped buying because of the war and, and saving money. Uh, apparently, Jason, they're getting enough out of their crude oil uh, to warrant buying more gold again. Yep, the meeting's coming up. You know, the uh, the whole uh, we're announcing the gold-backed BRICS currency. So that's the twenty-second, and I don't think anything major will happen market-wise with that announcement. Yeah, I think it's no. just movement but but still it's uh, what are they going to be talking about there probably let's get rid of dollars it's, it's they gotta they gotta lock arms right yeah that's going to be an interesting we haven't talked about that a lot i i don't know if they're i don't think they're going to publicly talk about the a uh, gold-backed bricks currency yet i think they're probably uh going to, to to lay some foundations but i think mostly they're going to solidify Hey, we're going to keep dumping dollars. We're going to keep buying products, uh, mostly in Chinese renminbi. I think that's going to be the biggest thing we see out of the 22nd. But all eyes tomorrow, like I said, I think this is just, you know, but my guess here, we're going to get a lower number. That's going to give Wall Street some relief. I think we're going to see higher gold and silver price, uh, silver prices as well. If we get a really no, low number, uh, we can definitely see a big move. Of course, uh, I, the least likely but still possible, we could get a higher print. But the year-over-year year number coming off makes it very unlikely. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.